Hey, Chosen Chosen Girl fam. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. And welcome to season six of the Tell Me About It podcast. This season, we are so excited to bring you more chats about where real life meets the gospel of Jesus. And stay tuned as this season, we are bringing you even more special guests. Plus, a brand new mini-series on Jesus, what he means to us, and the specific words he spoke while here on earth. If you aren't caught up, feel free to subscribe and binge our first five seasons wherever you find your podcast. And if this podcast has impacted you, we would be honored if you rated us within your podcast app of choice. Grab your Chick-fil-A nuggets with us. And and let's let's get this party started. Another day, we back again. Guess who's back? Back, back again. again. <laughs> Shady's back. Uh, uh. Tell a friend. Holla! <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't press record, girl. <laughs> Y'all, we're so glad to be back. If you can't tell, we're giddy. We're so excited. Giddy. How are we already in season six? I don't know, girl. We will, in June of this year, be celebrating three years of Chosen Girl. Insane. For those of you who's been with us since the beginning, thank you. The OG Chosen Girls. We really appreciate you. And those who just joined us, honey, we appreciate you too. We're so glad you're here. Welcome. Yes. I feel like maybe, like, if this is someone's first time listening, you should know we are weird. (laughs) If you couldn't tell. Yeah. Just, (laughs) you know. Uh, we, we try our best to be our most authentic selves here on this podcast. True. You have a seat at our table. Mm-hmm. We love Chick-fil-A, not sponsored, unofficially sponsored That's by true. Chick-fil-A. I'm, I really would. Powered like, by. Exactly. That's yeah, yeah, really yeah. That's what it is. If, if we could have the Chosen Girl special, if y'all want to get the Chosen Girl special, mm-hmm. here's what it is. Mm-hmm. An eight count nugget. Yes. With the side salad, with the apple cider vinaigrette. And the little, uh, fried chili peppers or yes, whatever. Yes, yes. We love those. Yes. Those are so Whatever they are. Those little spicy. They're delicious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. And either a water or a sweet tea. Yes. Or a lemonade. Yes. And if we're feeling a little bit festive, (laughs) we'll get a brownie. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Because salad means you can have brown. That's true. That's true. Yes. Balance. Like we would care if it was fries (laughs) or anything else. Yeah. This is not a health podcast. Do not (laughs) listen to us about health advice. I repeat. (laughs) We are not licensed professionals. No. We just like to eat. Yes. It's the Lord's chicken. That's right. That's right. Yes. It is blessed. But we're so glad to be back. Happy 2022, guys. Can you believe we're here? No. We're two years post-pandemic. Well, we're still in it. But, um, man, I think about all that God has brought us through is still bringing us through. I probably know more people that are sick now Mm -hmm. than ever. I know that there's been several, like, new rounds if you want to call it a round yeah. of the Rona, um, mm-hmm. the vid, um, whatever you want to call it, the mm-hmm. panorama. I don't mean, you know, whatever. We, we've got nicknames for her now. But um, That's right. I think about us going through our surviving quarantine yes. season. That, that was, was insane. Two years ago almost. I can't believe that was nearly two years ago because when I say, if you all will go back to, what was that, season four? Is that right? Three or four, yeah. yeah. I think we're in season four, two mm-hmm. years ago, so probably season four. Yeah. And there was a moment where I weirdly go silent, 
And I'll never forget that my my mom's neighbor was driving down our long driveway back at my family's farm <laughs> on a tractor. I'm like, the one time I decided to step outside to record this podcast, here yes. goes my neighbor on a tractor, <laughs> just chugging right along. And I'm like, I'll never forget. That. <laughs> But we're in 2022, guys. Like, thank you so much for being here with us. We um, pray that you've had a great start to your new year so far. And if you haven't, we pray that, you know, you see that there's so much grace. And that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. But um, we're going to be talking about the the beginning of the year slump. You know, this is, so when we're recording this, this is what, was Groundhog Day yesterday? It's today. It's today? Yeah. Oh. I don't even know what has happened with... Phil, Philip. Well, the you know the groundhog died the day before. I guess yesterday. Are you kidding? No, me? I'm so serious. And then they replaced him like that, <gasps> and it made me. It it sent me into a strange kind of feeling, and I was like, "Oh, sweet Jesus, don't let this be an indicator how 2022 is going to go." And I was like, "Yeah, right." I'm kind of upset, but I didn't know this. I know. Well, apparently they had another Phil on deck because you know. <laughs> And he didn't see a shadow, so six more weeks. For some reason, immediately my brain went to, don't you ever for a second get to thinking you're irreplaceable. (laughs) Unless you're, wow. Unless you're Phil. Unless you're, yeah, the United (laughs) States groundhog. (laughs) And then you might be replaceable. I need to know if other countries do this. Like, do we just, are we the only country that puts a critter in a top hat and tailed coat yep. on February 2nd to determine our weather. <laughs> when you say it like that, that's America. Yep. This is America. <laughs> <laughs> I've referenced so many pop culture songs right now. I'm broken. We're, we're not ashamed. But no. with all that being said, thinking about when you said the slump, it made me think about, oh my gosh, you know, you, there's so many things that are unpredictable. The last two years have been so unpredictable. Yeah. And that if you are in a slump, that, honey, it's okay. Someone asked, I went to a Bible study, um, a new Bible study a few weeks ago, and we asked the question, what season would you say that you are right now? Mm. And I had to say that, honestly, I'm a little bit in a winter. Yeah, I've been too. And I think there was, out of probably 12 girls that were there, 10 said, I'm in winter, but expectant for spring. And I think that's the part that we should be emphasizing. I think so, too. And, and you know, seasonal depression is real. Yes. Um, it's so strange. I started out the year, like, I'm not trying to, like, get sympathy or anything, but started out the year right off the bat with COVID in the house for two weeks. Then it almost had this redemptive moment, though, because my first day out of quarantine was the first day of a snowstorm here mm-hmm. in Tennessee. And Liz, along with our other very best friends, yes. um, all came to my house and stayed the night. And I was like, <laughs> I've been alone with my husband. God bless him for dealing with me for two weeks by ourselves. Sick. <laughs> But, uh, and thank God he didn't get sick, but like, it was such a redemptive moment. Mm-hmm. Like, I love people. People love me. I have people in my life. Like, I was just it was so, so thankful. It was so good. I will never forget. It's, it's 2 a.m. And we are singing worship songs as we prepare to play yet another board game. Yes. Until 3.30 in the morning. Because Absolutely. You know, we're unhinged. Yes. <laughs> but all of that to say, you know, even the year starting out with, you know, honestly not the 
the New Year's romanticizing vibes that I was hoping for with new beginnings and resolutions and journaling and reflection on the past year. You know, it was spent feeling pretty lousy with a fever um, and body aches and stuff like that. But um, all of that to say, you know, seasonal depression is real, Mm -hmm. is something that a lot of people deal with. You're not crazy. Nothing Mm -hmm. is wrong with you. This is normal. It's a dark time of year. It's a cold time of year. Um, And the weather, you know, I I don't mean to put this lightly, but the weather, along with other things, Mm -hmm. even just like specific personal things that may be going on in your particular lives, um, can really uh, like all add up to be very heavy. And, you know, whether it is to the point where it's clinical for you or if you want to just classify as a slump, Mm -hmm. um, which we don't take that lightly and we don't mean to be disrespectful with that term whatsoever, but you're not alone. We see you. God sees you. We're in this together and spring is coming. Spring is coming. And whatever that means for you, Mm -hmm. like whether it's physically spring um, mentally spring, emotionally spring, emotionally spring. But I did see a TikTok today that said, "Just a reminder, we only have one month left of the sun, um, setting before seven p.m. Like wow. in March, it'll go back to setting after seven, which is like wow. that just refreshes my soul in a whole Same. different way. <laughs> Let me tell y'all, it is. You know, normally the weather does not impact me so much, but this year. I think it's just from the last two years of not um, having socialized as much as we normally would. Yeah. And also like with new habits. And so um, usually as soon as I leave work, I'm so thankful that I have a gym at work. And so I'll go down and I'll work out, which has been really great for my physical, mental, all the health wise. Um, But then I don't get to see the sun. Oh, yeah. And it's so sad that it's just like in my off, and I no longer get to spend as much time out and about in the community like I used to. Yeah, with my job, which means I'm inside all day, for the first time in my life. Wow! And it is such a strange feeling. So whenever you know, one of the things I will say that has been so helpful is just having those planned social outings and that support system to lean on and yeah. to call on, and just forming good habits to you know get us those endorphins, however we need to. For sure. For sure. Um, we're going to talk more about this and, and go to the word with some really encouraging scriptures about this. But y'all, we're so excited about this season. As you probably heard in our new intro, we've got some really cool things lined up for this season. Yeah. Some guests. Um, I know that we've talked about on the podcast a lot of internal things about what we deal with. And even we're talking about that today. Um, just because that that's important to us. Mm-hmm. You know, mental health. Um, looking at the real things that we deal with in our everyday lives and taking it to the word and, and seeing, you know, just trying to navigate our world now the best way we can with, with scripture. Um, and it's amazing how it can still be relevant, you know, thousands of years later, um, which is so just mind blowing and kind of God that his principles and words are that timeless, Mm -hmm. honestly. But, um, do you have any live dates for, Life up, life dates. Life dates. Life updates. That's really what we're going to call it now, life dates. I wish I had, like, something. I I almost wish I had, like, yes, in the, you know, in the months that we've been gone, here are all these amazing things that have happened. But nothing, like, you know, over the top has happened. Yeah. But the sweetest and, like, most gracious things 
have brought me the most joy. <sighs> like spending time with my family. Yeah. Like watching my nieces and nephews just get a little bit older. Yeah. My youngest nephew just turned uh, 10 months old two days ago. Y'all, her family cuteness is elite. Like It is true. It is true. It is These, true. They are just beautiful babies. And um, he finally has stopped crying when I look at him for yeah. the last few months. So every time we FaceTimed, he gets very excited. And, of course, that makes my, you know, anti-heart just swell. Yes. and um, But outside of that, just, like, amazing friends that – mean the world and have you know that just the peace that comes with having that support system in loved ones when things have not been as you planned or as you hoped but you rest assured that things are all right because you know god is still god on the mountains and in the valleys yes and that he has not forsaken you and he has also put people in place to surround you and to support you and lead you to him that is that has been the joy and like the biggest gift of the last few months. I claim that energy, girl. That's Thank good. You. Thank you. Girl, what about you? You know, nothing major has changed. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but uh, we did move into our new yeah. to us house, which so has been cute. honestly the sweetest gift. Mm-hmm. Like it has just been such a place of peace for us. Um, we could see us living there for a really long time. And it's on my my childhood best friend's favorite or like one of my favorite streets that she lived on so I always kind of grew up on that street but which brings back a lot of really sweet memories um but I'm kind of with you just treasuring the sweet moments mm-hmm. um honestly it's been rough getting back into routine with yeah. you know like I said being sick and then um lots of snow yeah which delayed a lot of work things for us mm-hmm. but um you know, like there's been a lot of grace in that too that I've been having to learn through that. And so we're excited to share those those type of conversations with you today. But girl, I wish I'm I'm with you. I wish I could be like, listen to what I did, listen to what's happened, all of those things. But really it's just kind of been like treasuring those sweet moments. I will say something that has already come to pass in twenty twenty two that was one of my resolutions with Hunter and I together is to intentionally spend more time with with friends and loved ones, you know, people who really refresh our souls. And that has so happened mm-hmm. so far. And I can t- like I I can totally tell. Yeah. So um if you if you haven't done that this year, I ten out of ten recommend because it it makes me the most authentic version of myself. Yes. Um to have safe people and mm-hmm. um just joy is the word that comes to my mind. Yes. Um yes. Like so much laughter, so mm-hmm. much togetherness. Um I feel like after you're out of school, you know, it's it's semi easy to maintain friends in high school, depending on how dramatic your experience was. Cause mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot going on during that time. Of course. Same with college, mm-hmm. you know, um, typically we have an inner circle of at least one or two, but adulting with friends yeah. can be a struggle, not for any reason, relationally, literally just with scheduling. Yes. That's so true. I know. And, um, I think that, we're learning, or I'm learning, mm-hmm. uh, the beauty of planning. Yes, yes, <laughs> and time management. Yeah. I'm like almost 28 years old, just now learning the concept of time management. It's but fine. it is, 
I'm going to use this word and I mean it exactly how I'm saying it. It's an investment that is so worth it. Like you're almost like investing into like enriching your life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can spend a lot of time doing a lot of things. Like I think of the time not necessarily wasted because I do decompress while watching movies Mm -hmm. or while scrolling TikTok or whatever. But I'm like, it does not even compare to the time well spent with company that knows me, sees me, loves me, judgment-free zone. Like, um, it's been such a gift. And another question, why do sleepovers have to stop when you're a grown married woman? Who said they did? Um, we have reinstated sleepovers. So (laughs) Liz is actually staying at my house tonight. We're headed to Atlanta tomorrow to market for my, for my day job (laughs) at Poppy's Boutique. But, um, yeah, like it's amazing kind of the stereotypes that come with being an adult. And I yes. know that with having children and things like that, having big responsibilities, um, having to work overtime or whatever responsibilities may come your way, of course, life changes. Mm-hmm. But also, like, don't lose the art of having fun. No. Like, I think that I'm still remembering or I'm starting to remember that I'm still me and I'm a really fun person. Yes, you are. Even as an adult woman. Yes, you and are. And so, yes, we did have all of our high school best friends over to stay the night during the snowstorm. And we did have Nerf gun wars. And it's the best, (laughs) literally just the best time. You know, I saw, I saw a video of a girl and she was specifically talking about, um, you know, being single and the things that she wished that she had known. And I don't think this necessarily like just applies to that, but enjoying the stage of life that you're in and, and enjoying the liberties that you have in that stage. Yes. And she talked about, instead of watching TV and just going home after work and not doing anything, I wish that I had traveled more. I wish that I had gone out more. I wish that I'd gone, you know, did fun things with my friends more. And I'm very thankful that I don't feel like when I look, when I, in years and years, when I'll look back on my life, I will look back on this season of life with so much fondness because of how much time we've spent with friends doing fun things, going fun places. And, um, just, being such a just a tight knit group, yeah, that um, that really uplifts each other. You do that really well. You maintain connections really well. And I'll tell Thank you guys, you. like Hunter and I, we've been married for uh, it'll be eight years this October. But um, we got married while in school, while in in college, and You're for the first oh, girl, no joke, twenty years <laughs> old, barely. And um, for the first like honestly, six years of our marriage, we did not do adult friendships well. Like we were just so tired from school, tired from building a business, you know, learning how to be married, Mm -hmm. like, you know, working on our own relationship. Um, We both have big loving families. So that, you know, that takes up time as well. Um, But uh, definitely budgeting out time for relationships of different variety, 10 out of 10 recommend. Yeah. And that's been something that's fed my soul during this slump that mm-hmm. I guess we'll talk about now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's, yeah, that's, that's all the life updates. But for real, when it comes to just getting through the slump, what are some, what are some ways that you keep from really staying in the slump? Um, I'll be extremely vulnerable with you guys. The past, like maybe, ooh. I was adjusting the mic, so if you just heard that, sorry, listeners. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I just can't, I cannot stand still. Um, I'm sitting right now. It's fine. (laughs) Everything's fine. 
Um, this is what happens when I'm vulnerable. I get nervous and I start touching things and breaking things. Um, it's fine. No, um, I'll be completely honest with you. Like the past few weeks have honestly, motivation wise, mm-hmm. been completely in the gutter. Like mm-hmm. it has been so, and I, I don't know why. Um, and I don't know if anybody is is ever like me that you don't have any issue with your job necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like it still works, still mm-hmm. feels like work some days. Like even self-employed people who love their job, mm-hmm. who love what they do, who love who they work with, you still have days where it feels like yep. work. Yep. You still have days where you got to do paperwork you don't want to do. A lot of days like that actually mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're mm-hmm. the boss. But you know how it is, girl. Sure do. But, um, you know, there's days where... It's not even you necessarily don't want to get out of the bed, which can be the case. Mm-hmm. It's just that you're trying to find the spark. Yes. Um, for me, there's a lot of shame that follows that. Like, mm. what's wrong with you? Why don't you find the why? Why can't you find the spark? Why aren't you working harder? Why aren't you trying yeah. harder? And it's a lot of. Um, uh, this is a, a term that I've become familiar with: shooting on myself. Yeah. Like, you should do this, and you should do that, and you shouldn't do this. Um, So for me, um, I have to constantly remind myself that I am a human being, that it's okay to be down, that I'm not going to stay here forever, Um, but uh, also realizing that my shoulds typically follow shame, Mm. and that God has so much grace for that, that um, God is not a God of shame, but Mm -hmm. a God of grace. And that I don't need to say anything to or about myself that I wouldn't say to a loved one. Yeah. And show myself kindness. Um, I think about this, like even as children, we experienced days where we just did not feel top notch, like not even health wise, but just personally in our emotions and our spirit, you know, in our motivation, it could be a number of things. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean anything's necessarily wrong with you. That's true. Um, of course, we don't want to stay in that place. No, no. Like, that's not where we want to live just, or reside. Mm-hmm. Like, we just need to realize, like, hey, we're, we're just in an off-season right now. Yep. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not going to cling to that. We're going to exercise the healthy things that we know to exercise. That's right. But for me, the main thing is not clinging on to the shame that comes from that. Um, That can be hard. It is really hard because um, not to make Enneagram my personality or anything, but I do. Achievement means a lot to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Succeeding means a lot to me. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I maybe in the mood to not yeah. hustle as hard. Um, I take it hard on myself. Yeah. Um, but something that we were talking about earlier, and, and you know, I know that the American dream culture of mm-hmm. hustling and um, the concept of no bad days, you know. It's like, no, or no days off. No days off, you know. Stop. That doesn't... Yeah, when I think of Jesus, that does not correlate with me. Um, a verse that we were looking at earlier that has really helped me with that is Ecclesiastes 3, mm-hmm. which is in the o- Old Testament, but it's beautifully written in a way that seems so relatable to being a human. Right. Um, it's talking about how 
you know, this is read at a lot of funerals, which is really funny. Um, it's not funny, haha, but just like, I guess it is kind of funny. I don't know if I've been to a funeral where this verse has been read. Are you serious? I'm serious. It's in a, I feel like I've watched it in a lot of movie funerals. Oh, okay. Because it says like, there's a time to be born and a time mm-hmm. to die. Mm-hmm. And also there's that song by the, a time to, da, 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 da. it's on Forrest Gump. Oh, oh yes, yes. I know Seasons turn, turn, turn. Yes, yes. This is not a musical podcast. <laughs> We're a theatrical musical podcast. <laughs> um, but just a few of the highlights. I love how it says, this is in the message version. Y'all know <laughs> my fave. A time to plant, a time to reap, a time to destroy, a time to construct, a time to cry, and another time to laugh, a time to lament, and another time to cheer, a time to embrace, and another to part, a time to search, and another to count your losses, a time to hold on, and another to let go, a time to rip out, and another to mend, a time to shut up, and another to speak up, speak up, and it mentions, you know, double more, like, of time to do different contrasting yeah. things, but like in a culture that encourages me to always be quote unquote on, yeah. you're not always going to be on. Mm-hmm. And like accepting that brings me so much peace. Absolutely. It's, it's too exhausting. Mm-hmm. It is so mm-hmm. exhausting to have to be on all the time. And um, over dinner, Sarah and, Hunter and I were talking about, um, oh my gosh, authentic Vo- auth- versus authenticity and vulnerability. Yes. Sorry, my brain blanked on authenticity, authenticity and, and vulnerability and the inability to not be authentic and not having safe spaces where you can feel vulnerable will leave you feeling burned out. Absolutely. And you will know if you've been in those spaces because you will feel burned out. Yeah. And it's not, it's not what God has intended for you. You know, it just because it drains you, it keeps you from the joy that he wants you to have. Um, yes, sometimes like that being in, in dark spaces can cause you to lean on him. Yeah. But sometimes it may leave you feeling resentful to the space that he's put you in. Um, you're right. Which is very real. Yes. Sometimes, you know, you're like, God, I feel like I'm just treading water and I've been treading water for a long time and I don't know what I'm going to do. And I'll be very honest, I had one of those moments a few weeks ago. Yeah. And it was just after a really long, hard day. And I just remember calling my mom and I was like, Mom, I can't do it. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I can't do it anymore. And of course, it was just one of those, really, I just needed to eat dinner and take, go to sleep and woke up and felt fine. Yeah. You know, Elijah. And <laughs> yeah. But the Bible knows the power of a snack. Exactly. But one of the things with just this dark, with the dark times physically with it getting dark so early and the slump that we can all experience at some point in our lives is that the world still turns and God is still God. Mm -hmm. And that we're in the season that we're in with purpose. Yeah. God has not forsaken us and that he's led us here with to, to learn something, to gain something or to help somebody else. There's nothing that's in vain. Yeah. And that we're called to have faith and take heart and to trust him through it. And never once have I done that and been disappointed by the end result. That's so true. And and that's what brings me so much peace. And, you know, even Jesus needed time by himself. And he was perfect and he was God. Yes. He needed to go off and be Rest. by himself. Often, mm-hmm. it's mentioned. Um, 
one way that this plays out in my life, this mm. is just like take it or leave it commentary, but I feel like so many people experience this in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And mine comes out more in restless discontentment. Oh, What I mean by that is I'll be at home yeah, sitting on the couch completely fine. And I don't know if this is my anxiety speaking, yeah. but I'm like, man, I really want to go to work or I really want to go to Target. or And it, then I'll get to that place and I don't want to be there either. Isn't that interesting? And it's just like I can't find that contentment. Mm. And I feel very restless and very Mm. aimless. And so saying all that to say, you know, I feel like however this, you know, being in a rut or if you want to label it depression, if you feel that it's more severe, Mm -hmm. um, however it plays out for you, I think it's really important to find how you are grounded. Bless you, sister. Excuse me. <laughs> God bless you. I'm like, no, I'm going to take a drink, but I've got ice in my cup, and I'm like... Go ahead, girl. I feel like a little jingle bells over here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, staying grounded is super important for me, and f- for me in particular, of course, self-reflection, even just like acknowledging that those feelings are there instead of ignoring them shamefully, like, yes. Sarah, you're fine. I'm like, Sarah, just recognize that they're there. The minute that I wrote them down in my journal, it was almost <laughs> like a burden was lifted off of me. Like, okay, we've addressed the elephant in the room. That's Step one. Great job. Yeah. Um, so I encourage you guys that if, if you're, you know, slump plays out in a similar way than my than mine just kind of being discontent being not motivated kind of and even Liz with your story of just being tired and being like I don't know if I can take one more phone call it's like that sometimes yes like you're not broken if you feel that way. find something to ground (laughs) you um keep in check for me one of those things is self-reflection yeah just acknowledging the feeling writing it down asking God for help about it Another thing that keeps me grounded that's similar to asking God for help about it, have an accountability partner with it. Yes. Um, Like Hunter and I were just sitting having coffee one morning this month, and we were like, you know, how you doing? And I was like, you know what? I'm struggling. I'm not motivated. I'm, you know, I'm discontent, not in my possessions or my position or anything like that, just in general, Mm -hmm. like, I have nothing to be unhappy about and I'm not unhappy, but I'm just kind of like floating around like like, in limbo. a little. Yeah. Yeah. In limbo. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. And, um, once I accepted that that was okay, I can now say like several weeks on the other side of that, Mm -hmm. that keeping myself grounded, acknowledging the problem, having accountability, talking to God about it. Yes. And then, being very aware of the things that refresh my soul yes, and doing those things is what brought me out. Let me tell you something that has, it's Thank been you, a Jesus. game, amen. One of the things that has been a game, game changer in the past, but especially this year as we've gotten started, um, and I was inspired by, um, if you listen to last season, one of our very best friends, Riley, um, yes. he's a youth pastor and they're reading the Bible in, in a year with their youth group. 
And so it inspired me to take on the same challenge as um, getting back in the Word. And if you've been following along, you know that's one of my favorite things and one of the best good habits that um, started years ago. But just being so much more intentional about reading it on a daily basis. Yes. That has been one of the most refreshing things. And I was worried because I, th- I was worried that it would feel like a burden. And I don't mean to say that, but no. sometimes it can be when... Or like a chore, even, like, like a, you're checking yes. it off. Or like a chore, because I've had that conversation with um, with friends and, and family and being like, yeah, I'm going to try to read the Bible and, you know, over the course of this next year, you know, versus certain chapters every day. And they're like, wow, that's, you know, that's a lot. But when I say God continues to refresh me each morning and reveal his character and his goodness and bring back the um, the craving for for God yeah. and his word. And that has been one, one of the, just the greatest blessings already of 2022. Yeah. And sometimes I think that in the past, I'm like, why have I not done this before? And I think it was because I was scared that I would fail. Mm, that is so interesting. It is something that has brought me so much. It has refreshed my soul, yet I was scared to try it because I thought, what if it doesn't? But look at, but it did. But you know, I, th- I think it's so, so interesting how we as humans don't do things or refrain from mm-hmm. doing things out of uh, fear of failure. Yes. But what if you do mess up? It's okay. It is okay. If What if I skip a day? If it you skip two okay. days out of 365, girl, that's 363 yes. more than you would have done. Yes. Like, goodness. If you skip a week, that's just... It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. And so I just encourage, you know, I know that we're talking about what things, you know, refresh our soul. If you aren't in the word of God, and especially if you feel like you're in a season where you're not hearing from him, it's real hard to hear from God when your Bible's closed. Oh, girl. Seriously. I'm not trying to call nobody out. But, you know, we treat everything so, quote unquote, religiously. Like, Mm -hmm. you better read your Bible. You better pray. You better do this. You better do that. Those are such shameful statements where when you hear someone, just like you're saying right now, and even myself, I can testify to this as well, because even through the slump, I would force myself to write my prayer journal Mm -hmm. and read Mm -hmm. at least one scripture from the Bible app or whatever. Like, and I skip days and you know, it happens, but as a whole, Mm -hmm. hearing someone say, man, I really had a hard January and I don't know where I would have been without the light of God's word. Yes. And I skipped some days, read it most days. It's what got me out of the slump, out of the rut versus saying, you better read your Bible every day. You better have your quiet time. You like, look at the difference. It feels like it's set out of, or something bad. Yeah, you should be fearful of not doing those things exactly, and not delight in getting to do those things. Man, that's the difference. Well, and you know that just immediately thought when you said the word delight, I thought of the verse: delight yourself in the sight of the Lord, mm-hmm. and He'll give you the desires of your heart. Amen. And when you are ta- like finding the time, so grateful mm-hmm. for the word, even if you don't realize it in your heart at that time when you're. You know, sometimes forcing yourself yeah. to read because you know that that's what's good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the desire of your heart to be in a rut. Right. And so that verse just rings so much more true, mm-hmm. like just showing up, delighting yourself in the sight of the Lord, and mm-hmm. he'll give you the desires of your heart. He'll He'll keep you 
in peace. He'll keep you content. Like that's where your heart longs to be is in that contentment Mm -hmm. and in that joy and in that peace. You won't find it anywhere else. Yeah. And I think that it's, it's really interesting how some people can take that and equate it to maybe even physical possessions, which, you know, we're, we can go and go there. That's another thing for another (laughs) time. But I think about the true desires Mm -hmm. of my heart Yeah, and it's all interpersonal fruits of the spirit. Mm hmm. Amen. Yeah. So um, what activities other than reading the word refresh your soul? Baking. Love. That's a gut reaction. Yes. Not me. Honey, she's so talented. (laughs) Your girl likes to eat and comes from a family that likes to eat (laughs) and cook. So um, not me last night thinking to myself, I could make a pound cake tonight. And I was like. She literally called me. (laughs) I was like, a pound cake sounds good, right? I was like, what kind of question is that? Right. Absolutely. I did refrain. I was like, I probably should do other things like can finish my emails and, you know, clean my house and things. But baking is one of those things. And, you know, I I think I saw a TikTok forever ago. It's just like, oh, so did you go to therapy or did you just bake your problems away? (laughs) (laughs) But the the main thing is I go to counseling. Liz bakes. (laughs) Because I burn stuff. No, I'm just kidding. It's not true. Sarah's also a great cook. But for me, baking is one of those, I say like refreshing. I wouldn't necessarily say this refreshing to my soul, but I like baking for me because usually it's just me by myself. And um, my friends used to call it Liz's late night, like cookie express or baking express or kitchen express, something like that. Because usually you'll find me in the kitchen baking after between like 9 PM and 12 AM. Yeah. For some reason during that time, and it's usually just me, and usually there's some worship music on, and it's just a moment for me to focus on the task at hand, and I feel like the Lord speaks to me in those times. Yes. When it's just me, and I'm just hanging out by myself, doing what just, like, makes me happy. And um, and so that's one of the things that's really, it's just really refreshing. And so my problem is I don't bake as much as I used to. Because, you know, I'm out of college and finding people to eat the stuff I make because I don't need it. <laughs> Girl. But, you know, but but whatever whatever is refreshing, it's so important to, to make time for that. Mm-hmm. And I realize that usually the most refreshing things are things that you don't have to have someone else to do. Mm, yeah. That is something that you can do on your own. But, you know, if someone wants to do it with you, that they can. Um, it's something that can is sometimes challenging either challenges the way you think about something or gives you an opportunity to be creative. And that's what I found, whatever that activity may be. Um, when I was in college, it was pottery because I took a pottery yeah. class and literally fell in love with it. And it was the same kind of brought me the same kind of peace during that time. Our, our teacher would never allow us to listen to music. And so it was a lot of time spent in silence. Wow. And it was in my last semester of graduate school. And you best believe the Lord was working on me because I was like, God, I ain't going to make it. (laughs) I don't know if I can read one more article. I don't know if I can write one more paper. What am I doing with my life? Where am I going for a job? And it's just like through that that quiet, the Lord just brought me so much peace. And so I was actually, I know you asked for the one thing, but the two things that helped me, I guess, if I had to sum it up to one, it's just that's giving God the space and the time um, to to meet me. That, I that love sounds that. weird. That sounds like God is going to come, you know. But no, it's just I know it's making room, making making room, clearing my schedule, turning off the mm-hmm. noise. Yes. Whatever you got to do to turn off the noise, 
that that is what refreshes me and i feel like and as a general blanket statement it will probably refresh you too yes when we can cut out the noise and just allow god to to do his thing amen yeah for me it is activities that have no strings attached and i'll explain yeah so uh so many times i've seen in my life and in people's lives Mm -hmm. Hobbies become monetized, yeah. as in like, oh, I'm really good at this, so I'll open an Etsy shop. Right. Or, ooh, I want to read a book, but I'm going to read a book about business or self-help or, you know, whatever. Not not dogging those things, but I've just started reading novels again. I love that. Like, for pure enjoyment and entertainment you english teacher i have not read a novel (laughs) the last time i was reading novels was when i was in college Mm -hmm. for my english major and i had to read those because i was forced to to graduate (laughs) to teach children that i never taught (laughs) Um, but you know like it seems like there's so many activities that are that are forced like Mm -hmm. you're reading a book like i said because you're in school or you're doing something that you may enjoy but now it's your job yeah um, which is a huge blessing, but you know, it's still a job or you're doing like everything has a string attached. Right. Um, and I think about, I love how Jesus loves children. Mm-hmm. I'm reading in Matthew. So like I'm all in Jesus's life right <laughs> now, but like, okay. Even, even that concept, reading the Bible just to like intake the story. Yeah. Cause it is a story and mm-hmm. we forget that. We're just like, Oh, like we said earlier, yeah, need to read my Bible, but it's a story. It's mm-hmm. a book. Um, duh. But still, it's kind of weird to think of it in that aspect, yeah. you know. Um, but I love children in the way, like, I think about myself as a child. And something I used to do all the time, mm-hmm. not good at it, draw. I used oh. to draw all the time. I would go in my room and shut my door. I always had one of those, like, fold-out, like, um, circle looking chairs yes. that you would get from Walmart for like 18 bucks or something. Yes. And I would curl up in that chair and uh, mine was red velvet. Oh. <laughs> I'll never forget it. I loved that thing. I was like, the I'm 90s. eclectic. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I would just draw. Yeah. I had so many sketchbooks. Mm-hmm. I loved painting on canvas, which mm-hmm. is something I've started doing again. Again, I'm not all that great at it. It's but okay. I don't care. I do it because I love it. Yeah. And so that's something that refreshes my soul to do solo again, you know, mm-hmm. rekindling friendships and spending time with people that refresh and fill fill your cup, like-minded mm-hmm. people. That's really fun as well. But um, I have to think, too, of, like, what gives me balance yeah. um, in my life and what could I cut out that doesn't give me that balance. Okay. Um, I was reading a book. Um, psychology book on uh, things of the heart. It's mm-hmm. by Chip Gaines, and I totally just butchered Chip Gaines. Wait. Doing it? No. Yeah. It's not that Chip Gaines. Is his name the same name as Joanna Gaines' husband? Anyway. We'll find out. I'm going to look it up in my Audible because I'm reading it Audible, but it, he talks about um, like the four components of mental health. Uh-huh. And there, it's very interesting because um, I'm seeing that kind of play out in my life right now of how, like, what a, uh, I'm trying to think, not the, like, holistic approach, but, like, more of a 
all embodied approach mm-hmm. of taking care of these four areas yeah. of your brain and of your heart, really. Yeah. And that's um, making sure you get enough sleep, mm-hmm. making sure you have good relationships mm-hmm. that are outside of your marriage. Okay. Um, making sure that you um, are moving your body 30 minutes a day. Okay. And he said it doesn't matter. Like if you're dancing, if you're doing yoga, if you take your dog for a walk, if yeah. you actually go to the gym, move your yeah. body. Try to move it 10 to 30 minutes a day. And um, 30 minutes of self-reflection, prayer, devotion time, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, your your 30 minutes reflection or prayer of choice um, obviously ours is to Jesus, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, I thought that that was a beautiful place yeah. to start. Um, just making sure that you're taking care of all those facets of your life. Yeah. And that's been how I'm staying balanced because really with those things, you're taking care of your mind, you're mm-hmm. taking care of your body, you're taking care of your spirit. Um, and all those things are really important. Mm-hmm. Um, with that listening to my body, yes. if I feel anxious, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, what do I need right now? Do I need to just sit here and yeah. breathe for five seconds? Like, just take a deep breath, inhale, like exhale. Like, you know, that's if that's what you need to do right then, that's what you need to do. I had a really anxious um, phone call today yeah, um, with my work. And I just sat for a second. And I was just like, whew. Those moments. Shake that off. Reset. That happened to me, but at 4 a.m. Oh, girl. Woke up out of a dead sleep. So anxious about my job, which is insane. It was nothing. And then it was nothing that I needed to be anxious about. But it was one of those where I was like, Lord, I got to get some sleep. So I'm going to need you to help me out. Me talking to God. Yes. (laughs) At 4 a.m. Yes. I'm struggling here. But he helped me out. And I was able to finally get back to sleep. But... Yeah, those those moments do come. Yes. Listen to your body. And so for me in that moment, it was just prayer. Yes. Prayer is what I needed in that moment. Yeah. Something to keep you grounded. Mm-hmm. That author's name is Chip Dodd. Chip not Dodd. Chip Gaines. <laughs> we love you, Chip Gaines. JoJo. <laughs> Chip Dodd. Chip Dodd. Yeah. Really good stuff. Yeah, I love that. Um, but yeah, I love that you also wrote, you know, challenging yourself to do something that scares you every now and then something you know i know that that sounds very it just it sounds scary to say that um especially if you are like me and have a natural fear of failure if you especially if you're like a type three Um, yeah but doing something that challenges yourself is a reminder that regardless if you were successful or if you failed that you attempted it yeah it helps you face that fear of the what ifs and when when you're like, oh, well, I tried this, and this is how it turned out, and I guess what, I turned out just just fine. It helps boost your confidence to try something again. It really does. To take that next step, to you know, to take that dance class, or to um, to challenge your body, you know, challenge your body in a new way, challenge your mind in a new way. Yeah, you know, so you just never know that the results are are always so much more than we ever expect them to be when we spend so much more time being fearful. Of what it's going to end up being. Yeah. But that's one of the things um, that's really helpful. Leaning into the Lord, friends and family and counselors. If you're in a dark time, you know, don't be afraid to call on those friends, family and people. Um, that's what they're there for. 
And if you're not in that time, check on your friends. Yeah. Check on your family. Check on your strong friends and your strong family members. And uh, you know, I don't know if you the whole world is obsessed with Encanto. So you've you've got to know. I knew we were gonna mention it you in this episode. No, we couldn't there's no way we we're gonna be able to get through this without yes. talking about it. Uh, Sarah and I have both been obsessed since we watched it a few weeks ago. But in the snowpocalypse, yes. That's right. So, you know, regardless if you are um if you are the strong one or whoever whatever role you play don't forget to show yourself that grace and don't forget to check in on those that seem like they have it all together um, because y- you never know how they're really feeling. It could just be an, a, hey, how are you? And sometimes it could be a, I'm having a really rough day. Yeah. Can, you pl- can I call you? Can we pray together? Will you just say a prayer for me? Can I call and talk to you for five minutes? It's, it's just that simple. Please don't feel like you are alone. No, and and something that Liz and I were talking about over dinner that we love that's becoming a part of mainstream, more accepted Mm -hmm. culture is counseling, Mm -hmm. whether something's wrong or not. Right. We go to, you know, as women, Mm -hmm. we go to the doctor every year for checkups. Mm -hmm. We go get our cars maintenanced every 3,000 miles. That's right. Um, Every time a light comes on in my car. Yeah, I'm like immediately going to get it checked out. Like anxiety level ten out of ten. Yes. Um, you know, there's been such a stigma historically mm-hmm. over the past several decades with counseling that if you were to tell someone, "Oh yeah, I'm a counselor," they would think, "Oh, what's wrong?" Yeah. But really, you know, it is so amazing to have a professional second opinion of your life. It is. How are you doing? Literally a professional person to help you check in with your brain. Yep. With check in with your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, counseling is so much about heart work. It really is. Um and just really reflecting on that. How can you be better mm-hmm. at relationships, mm-hmm. at taking care of yourself, at analyzing things, at reflection? You know, you can reach so many personal goals internally. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about achievement externally. I'm talking about internally with the way that you think, with, you know, the condition of your heart, with the way that you process things. So that when bumps in the road of life come, when grief comes, when loss comes, when sadness comes, you know, we live in this imperfect world. So things are bound to come mm-hmm. up. Always. We're more prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's so many amazing, I know that like so many college campuses now offer free counseling, which. Yes. So good. Here for that. The pressure is unreal. But I'm like, you know, don't wait till it's too late. Yeah. If you feel like you need a heart check, like, you know, a lot of counselors do cost. Some insurance providers do cover um, counseling, but also I know like online there's so many great counselors through like better help and things mm-hmm. um there are so many promo codes out there you can use to save on things like that yes. and i'm like is it not worth it to at least once a quarter or twice a year or once a year just check in with your heart and just yeah. see literally from a professional that is there to help you yeah. like how am i doing you know just an outside aerial view mm-hmm. um and then Treating ourselves every once in a while. You got to treat yourself. Yes. <laughs> it's 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 just a great thing. And I, I always laugh because I'm like, anytime we, I go shopping with friends, 
you know, I'm like, don't take me shopping with you unless you want me to, because I will just tell Same. you, treat yourself. Absolutely. You know, within reason, you know, don't yes. be crazy, but treat yourself. Also, life is just hard. Life is hard in general. And there are so many joys, but there, there's the valleys and the mountains. And sometimes you just, just eat the ice cream, have cake for breakfast. Yes. You know, just that thing that you've been thinking about. And I, I will tell y'all that I've got a rule when it comes, especially if it comes to something that I really want. Um, and we were talking about baking earlier. Um, if I want it for more than three weeks, and that's usually if it's kind of something kind of expensive, this was not something expensive, but it was just yeah. like an unnecessary thing. And I was like, I really want this. I've been thinking about it for two months. And so I was like, I'm going to go get that. Yes, girly. And that was me treating myself. Yes. Fun fact, it was a bun pan from Williams-Sonoma. <laughs> because <sighs> we love that bougie bacon stuff. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And yes. I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to make the most beautiful pound cake. She will. Ever in that bun pan. I told her to bring it to my house tonight, but I bet she didn't. I, I refrained. We're, yeah, we got a late night girl. But, you know... I was listening. It's it's really um, amazing how my for you page on TikTok is so for me. Yeah, my first um, the night before my first day returning back to work in January, uh-huh. um, I saw this uh, video about this girl saying, you know, a lot of people are starting back to work tomorrow. Whether you had a winter break mm-hmm. or um, you've been in quarantine from after Christmas or whatever. Yeah, and she was talking about how hard that can be mentally, just starting up. It's very hard. And she said, do something to take care of yourself. If it's running and getting your favorite coffee or a pastry from your local bakery in the morning, um, even better, mm-hmm. also give yourself something to look forward to after work. You know, yes. I'm going to order pizza from my favorite pizza place or make a homemade pizza at home mm-hmm. and watch my favorite show. That's it. You know, scoop a couple scoops of ice cream afterwards. You know, sit on the couch, take a bath, shave my legs, wash my hair, Whatever. put on self-tanner. You know, all all the works. Put on lotion and fuzzy socks. Yes. You know, like, take care of yourself. And sometimes it's the smallest little joys of life. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying here, like, shaving your legs can cure depression. Like, no, absolutely <laughs> not. If you are clinically depressed, go see a doctor. Mm-hmm. They are, like... That's what- I'm so thankful for wisdom and knowledge yes. from paid professionals. Mm-hmm. And um, I am a firm believer in, in taking care of yourself in that way as well. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, like if you know it's about to be a hard week or if you know that, you know, you're going to be low on motivation in a certain season or mm-hmm. with starting something new. Um, I know a lot of people have either started or about to start their college semester, whether it's online or um, in person. But, you know, if you need to take five minutes and go grab that coffee, or if you're on a budget right now, go to the grocery store. When, next time you go, get yep. you one of those uh, cold brew uh, kits that are so cheap and so good. Like, yes. you know, make it yourself at home and mm-hmm. make it a treat for you to take on your commute to work or school. And I know that these things sound so mundane and so simple, but it's really amazing how just a little boost of intentionality yes. can boost your whole mood. Um, but just a couple of verses to, mm-hmm. I know we, we've been talking to y'all for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's all right. Yeah. We love y'all. But uh, I love the Psalms because they're just David's prayers and songs. It's so good. 
It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I want to meet him in heaven. Be like, you, sir, are an artiste. Mm-hmm. Like, a poet, if you will. Yes. But uh, he re- he writes in Psalms 9, the Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, mm-hmm. a stronghold in times of trouble. Um, in Psalm 34, 18, he writes, I patiently waited for the Lord. He inclined me. I love that. Inclined to me. I'm sorry. But I love that. And heard my cry. He drew me up from the pit of destruction out of my miry bog and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. Yes. Um, and then one more verse in Second Corinthians 1, 3 through 4. It says, Praise be to the God of the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the, and the God of all comfort, mm-hmm. who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. Amen. And that's just what we're here to tell you all today, too, guys. Like, we've been in a slump, too. Don't be hard on yourself. Show yourself grace. Mm-hmm. We can tell you that, just like it says in this verse, like God comforted us in that time. Mm-hmm. And now we can tell you that you can count on the same thing. Proof. Living proof. Yes. Overcoming by our testimony, y'all. Amen. Amen. That's episode one. Season six. What, what? in the world? Look at God. How did we get here? Look <laughs> at God. That's how we got here. Y'all, yeah. thank you so much for, for sticking with us. And we're so excited. And we hope that you are too for the things that are coming this season. Um, like we said earlier, we would love if you um, if you love our podcast, leave, leave us a rating wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes. Um, we would be our, honored. Check out our Instagram. We put polls in our stories all the time. We'd love to hear from you about the topics you'd like to see or... Um, sometimes we just post some questions in there. We'd love to hear your feedback. We really are a family here. We love you yes. all. If you have prayer requests, feel free to shoot us um, a message, and we'd love to pray uh, for you and with you. But we love you all so much. We can't wait to see you next Tuesday. Yes, we'll see you next Tuesday, guys. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening, and make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Girls Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.